At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Lombardi Line here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hope you're having a good Thursday. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VSIN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi hanging out in Jersey. Where hopefully it's warming up there in Jersey, my goodness, as we say. Good afternoon, Michael. How are you? You know, Patrick, it is slightly warming up, you know, but uh, it's not quite there. It's still February, so we'll endure. I mean, we are in the dark. You know, when I was at Valley Forge Military Academy, after we came back from the uh, Christmas break, they all said, you know, this is the dark ages of being in a military academy, you know, where it's dark at night and it's cold and you got to march and shine your shoes, which I wasn't very good at doing. Uh, and you just got to get to March. And that's kind of where we are right now. We just got to kind of get wait, to March. Wait, we just kind of get to March. Is this breaking? Did I not know you attended a military academy? What is? Oh, yeah. Lay this out oh, for yeah. me. Well, I mean, I was kind of like I grew up in this town. The drinking age was 18. I started earlier. Wasn't very good. You know, it wasn't having a really good stellar career in high school. And I was walking on this beach one day and, and he just passed away. This my old neighbor who became the head coach of Valley Forge saw me walking on the beach and said, you know, how you doing? How's your dad? You know, is your dad still cutting hair? Yeah, he's still there. I'm going to go see him. What are you doing? And then next thing you know, uh, six weeks later, I, I got no hair and I'm I'm marching, you know, and I'm shining shoes. <laughs> Where was Valley Forge? Where's Valley Forge? Valley Forge is in a little town called Wayne, Pennsylvania. It's on the outskirts. It's a beautiful little school. It actually was made famous by J.D. Salinger, who wrote Catcher in the Rye, yeah. while it, you know, and carried that book around with them during the. Uh, uh, the, the Normandy invasion. He was a reporter during the Normandy invasion. He started writing Catcher in the Rye then. He had it in his backpack. All through the Hurricane Forest that he, that he was doing work as a correspondent, he continued to write that. A lot of it is based on his experience at Valley Forge and uh, as a graduate there. So, yeah, I went there. And uh, it was the Dark Ages, Patrick. It was the, the barbershop Mike shipped you to Pennsylvania. I did not he know He did that. not. No, no, he did not. Let's get clarify, clarification. He made it very clear that he was only going to pay a portion, that he anticipated me leaving and walking out, so therefore I had to pay as much or if not more. You know, he wasn't always the most positive influence in anyone's <laughs> life. But that's, we go to therapy for that. Patrick. Wait, that's no, why I, we have therapy, you know. Dr. Melfi can take care of that part. Well, welcome, and I uh, hope you had a good couple of days. I, I know I did as we kind of transition here. We're going to have Vinny stop by, put a bow as far as the book's concerned on the Super Bowl. Remember, the association goes on break. We've got the NBA All-Star yeah. break coming up, so we got the festivities this weekend, and they don't return till Thursday. Thursday. So you got five in the association tonight to close out. It's not necessarily the first half of the year because they played like 75% of their games. However, we'll get to those five. Got 65 in college hoops, got hockey as well. Josh is going to join Amal Shaw. Amal's going to be on uh, in the last segment of today's show. He had a special meeting today. Maybe we can get that out of him as to what's going on with Mr. Shaw. We'll find out what he's up to. Yeah. 
I can't wait to hear his breakdown on now that we're in the college basketball season and uh, seeing what he thinks of all these college teams and who he's got in his final four. I mean, that's the always encouraging thing. We've got something to look forward to and 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 watch these college teams, watch the, you know, these the Blue Bloods start to play. I mean, Auburn, you know, losing at Arkansas and then Arkansas losing the next next right after that to, you know, the next game uh, who they they lost to uh I forget who they lost the next game they lost, but to me it's kind of fun to watch the Southeast Conference and watch some of these teams compete and and once again, I don't know who the best team is. Gonzaga and Arizona appear like the best team, but are they going to be are they going to be tournament ready to play? It's going to be wide open. I got 10 teams that can win it this year. A great game last night, Texas Tech, Baylor. This, that's a sweep for Texas Tech over Baylor this year. However, it looks like Kansas in position to win the Big 12 for the 16th time in 18 seasons, Michael, which is pretty incredible. So we've got plenty of college yeah. hoops coming up here. Yeah, no, I mean, well, Kansas has two of the best players in the conference. So, I mean, it's kind of hard not to win that. But I, I think you got to give Texas Tech a ton of credit. Look, they're so good defensively. You know, they still have that Chris Beard kind of mentality yep. in how they play. And, you know, when they get when they shoot well offensively and they get some points going, they're, they're, they're a hard team to beat. You know, so I think it's I think it's, it's uh, Arkansas lost to Alabama the next night. I forgot about Alabama, that. Alabama, that's by right. A point. Yep. You know, but I think it's all kind of packed in. It's it's going to be really exciting, and I, I can't wait to fill out my brackets and start really doing some prep work for this tournament. Yeah, we're gonna have some fun. You know, ACC. We've talked about this a down year for ACC this year, the ACC. So you know, 15 teams in conference. Generally, for the last seven years, I was digging into these stats a little bit earlier today. Last seven years, the ACC's put. About seven and a half teams each year into the into the dance. This year, you're looking right now. Duke's going to get in, but everybody else is essentially on the bubble. Whether it's Notre Dame, Miami, Wake, North Carolina, Virginia Tech's won six in a row, a big win at against Virginia a couple nights ago. But I mean, right now I've got Duke in. Maybe Miami and Wake and Notre Dame, but this is a down year for the ACC. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, look, I root for Miami. I'm friends with a couple of the coaches on their staff, so I'm rooting for them. And, you know, they suffered those two tough losses uh, to uh, one, one Notre Dame at home, and then they lose on the road to Virginia. It's got some bad calls in that game. And then they've come back and won the last three. Yeah, and Louisville so last now night they have, and Louisville, Michael. Yeah, yep. Yeah, they you know, and they have a and they have the rematch against Virginia at home on Saturday. So yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. I'm I'm I like to see that the Miami because I I think uh, I don't know how to say his last name Jim Laranga. Yeah, Laranga. Yeah. He did a hell of a job yeah. at Mason. He's done a hell of yeah. a job. You know, he really has. And, you know, it is a down year, but they've lost a lot of talented players. I mean, Florida State's lost some, you know, they lost all those guys last year. And, you know, Leonard Hamilton hasn't been able to kind of get it going to the same way. And he's been, what, he's lost seven, six of the last seven games. So yep. it's going to be, you know, it's, it, you know it's, it all goes in cycles, especially with this one and done. I mean, how can you be great year after year in any conference? It's fascinating to track. And, yeah, and you mentioned it, Miami went to Louisville's a mess right now, as we know, losing their coach. And who gets that job, Patrick? What's the odd? We have That's a great job. Gets that and job? you know this better than anybody. Louisville's just rich. I mean, Louisville's got cash coming every which way. Now, you think in Kentucky, obviously, you think Kentucky basketball. Louisville's a rich story tradition with a lot of cash to spend. Uh, I haven't heard as far as who they're looking at, but uh, they got they got to replace Mac. I mean, it's a it's a great job uh, because you also a little job. under the radar there in that basketball 
basketball frenzied state. You're a little under the radar as far as Kentucky's concerned. Well, you know, but you also are, you know, you're in a, like you said, you're in a very, very wealthy area. I mean, basketball is extremely important to Louisville, and the facilities are just magnificent. If you're down to the Yum Center, I mean, it's unbelievable. The basketball, uh, I mean, they've done an incredible job there in terms of building their facilities for their football program, basketball program. So, look, as we've seen, you know, with UCLA's return to dominance, uh, it can be done. It's just got to get the right coach. Absolutely. All right. So we'll get to the college hoops coming up in just a little bit. I mentioned Vinny Maliulo is going to stop by from behind the book. Kind of put a bow on the NFL season. First off on the NFL season, happy birthday. Yeah. Happy 86th birthday to the GOAT, Jim Brown, 86 today. Yeah. If I were to tell you, if I were just to say top three all time, I never watched Jim Brown, obviously, but he's the best. Uh, even Barry Sanders' dad was obsessed with Jim Brown and said, you're not better than Jim Brown. But top three, is it easy as this for you? I go Walter, Jim Brown, and not, not in that order. Jim Brown, Walter, and Barry. Walter, sweetness, yeah. Barry, and Jim Brown. That's what I do. You know, I, I, Jim Brown is, you know, when you, when you stand next to Jim Brown and you look at him and you see the size, the power, the speed, the, the ability to, with the eye-hand coordination. Remember, this, is a, this was an unbelievable lacrosse player. Yep. Unbelievable lacrosse player. And so the, with rare speed and rare power, you know, uh, to me, uh, you know, I, I don't know. It's hard to find guys better. I mean, Earl Campbell was a guy that could, jumps to me as a guy with shiftiness and power. You know, that, that could outrun. And Vincent, as, as Al Davis would call him, Vincent, Bo Jackson. I mean, maybe he might have been the greatest of all had he been able to stay healthy and, not, and, and play football all the time and not hurt his knee. But, look, it, it, the running backs, because of the era of football, there were times where the running back was the most dominant position on the field. And teams are more than willing to draft running backs early. Today, not as much. You know, speaking of the NFL, so Los Angeles, the Rams had their parade yesterday, Michael, Mm -hmm. and I was just taking a look at the updated Super Bowl 57 odds because they've jumped. So the Rams are now seven and a half to one, the Chiefs seven to one, and the Bills seven to one. Obviously, every book can be a little bit different as far as the futures are concerned. I bring it up because I think that number jumped up a little bit because McVay and Donald both said yesterday, we're going to run it back. So those questions and speculation about, you know, Aaron Donald and Sean McVay, what would they do as far as stepping away? It looks like they're coming back. So their number jumped up a little bit here. You know, but but here's the thing. If the worldwide leader says to Sean McVay, look, we're going to replace we're going to put somebody in the booth, Sean Payton. We want you first. But it's going to have to be – but it will be Sean Payton if, we don't, if you don't take it. And we're willing to offer you X, Y, and Z, five years guaranteed, button in it, and it's Tony Romo-like deal, which is more than he's getting from, from the Rams. How do you say no to that? Timing is everything. You know, and, and whatever said, I think we should make a rule here on VEASAN. Anything said at a betting parade – excuse me, at a parade, celebration parade doesn't count. It doesn't count. You know, because have you ever been to a parade for celebrating a title that they haven't said they're going to run it back? <laughs> Lots, also liquor involved. We should, we should. Yeah, mention. a lot of liquor. I mean, like there, everybody says they're running it back. Everybody thinks they're going to run it back. And you and I both know running it back is hard, hard, hard. 
Speaking of running it back, did you see the poor girl that fell that fell backwards off the stage? So it no. was she was a photographer. The video is insane because it's Matthew Stafford and his wife, and they're getting a picture taken by a young lady who's apparently a photographer, and she's backing up to get the picture. She falls off the stage, breaks her spine. Oh, Matthew no. Stafford turned away like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that just happened. And Kelly Stafford, his wife, went to tend to her. She, I guess she's fractured her spine. She says she's okay. Broke both of her cameras, and they set up a GoFundMe page for her. You, it, the oh, video God. is wild. It's just, oh, wow. if you, you can watch it during the break because she is okay, but I just wanted to mention that is, that was a crazy yeah. story from the parade. Now, when we come back, let's get to the association. Your 76ers in Milwaukee. Milwaukee. time tilt on Thursday night. It's the Lombardi line. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app. It's BetMGM Sports. Of course, has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odd specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip. Bring that state-issued ID. You're ready to bet within minutes, whatever your sport, whatever your style. They got you covered over at BetMGM. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 years or older. If you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-522-4700. Of course, the Genesis underway as far as golf at Riviera, but I'm just looking at this. So Oakland, Country, Oakland Hills Country Club, which has hosted six U.S. Opens, Michael, right now it's under fire. It's completely engulfed oh, wow. in flames. There's a crazy picture that just popped up. BNO News on Twitter if you want to check it out. Oakland Hills Country Club in Bloomfield Township, Michigan, uh, the clubhouse is completely engulfed in flames, which is crazy because that being from the state of Michigan, that is a legendary club mm. and very prestigious. Anyway, my, Matt just passed that along as we were coming to coming back from break. It is the Lombardi line and we are presented by Ben MGM. I'm Patrick Maher. He's Michael Lombardi. So I mentioned, and you know, betting the NBA heading into the all-star mm. break can be a little tricky, Michael, because you know, sometimes if you want to steal some rest, for example, you know, I was taking a look. Let's start with Miami and Charlotte. So the Heat and Charlotte, they're going in completely opposite directions, right? The Heat of 110 right. of 15. Uh, they actually lost on Tuesday at home to the Mavs. But the Hornets, who now have slipped below 500 at 29 and 30, they've mm -hmm. lost eight of nine. They've got two covers in their last 10. But you take a look at Miami, and again, we don't know a lot of these are game time decisions like Butler and Haslam and Martin and hero is definitely out. Um, but it, it's almost like if you wonder if Spolster would try to steal some rest in this spot, the heater laying five on the road at Charlotte and Charlotte's pretty healthy coming into this. You got a total 227 dip down to 226. Just an overall take. This is, you know, the heat right now and the bulls are essentially tied atop the East going into the all-star break. You know, and the Heat's defense has certainly improved over this past month and is on their win streak. They're only giving up 104 points a night. Meanwhile, the Hornets' defense has been leaky beyond leaky, and I think that's one of the biggest concerns when you watch them play is, you know, they can score, but can they defend and can they are able to get stops when they critically need them? In the last 10 games, they're 2-8. and eight you know, and haven't been very good at home against the spread, which they're just one and six. So I think for Spolstra, you know, the mentality in Miami is we're going to keep grinding. Now, maybe he takes some time off the guys that are headed to the, to the, to the all-star break. The all-star game is going to actually play in that game. 
And so I would think that they would want to go, go off on the week on a good foot and, and try to get this win. But they're playing really well. I mean, the other night, if you watch that game closely, Dallas was really good. Dallas is underrated defensively. Dallas really did a great job in Miami against the Heat defensively, and I, I thought it was one of the best games of the of the week of the of, of the day. And I think Dallas, I think they have, they play. Uh, they play, they play uh, at New Orleans, New Orleans tonight, uh, yep. uh, which to me, the way they're playing defense, the way kids got this team going, uh, and as they adapt to it, I, I think they've been fairly impressive. Yeah, Charlotte 9-6 and six ATS at, as a home dog this year, something to pay attention to. Be careful. Wait for the inactives yeah. and actives to figure out who's playing tonight for Miami. I think Miami might try to steal some rest there. Charlotte pretty good, motivated to go into the All-Star break at 500. You mentioned, let's go Dallas and New Orleans. These are two dead nut under teams. It's, you know, I think yeah. as far as when you think of Dallas, you think of Luca, and you immediately think of scoring. That haven't been that. They're they're an under team, times a ten. And here comes New Orleans. New Orleans at home. Dallas is laying three. I thought this was a little short this morning when I woke up and saw it. It's down to two and a half. But you mentioned Dallas coming off one of their better wins of the year because that was a team in Miami that had won five straight on Tuesday going into it. Michael Dallas goes on the road, beats Miami straight up, comes back and heads over to New Orleans as we head into the All Star break. You know, when they try to sign Brunson to a deal, he hasn't taken it yet. Brunson's played really well for them this year, and, yep. and so has Finney Smith. I mean, you know, those guys have played good. Now, how they integrate Dinwiddie into the team and, and you know, all that. Kieber, if you watch that game the other night, Kieber played really well against Jimmy Butler. He defended him as good as anything. And so, you know, to me, that was kind of an interesting part of the game. And the way the, the, way the Mavs are playing without Porzingis on the court, they've actually gotten better defensively. You know, so we shall see. I, I think Kidd's done a really good job. And New Orleans, I mean, we know New Orleans is still kind of, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of that Ole defense. They give up 109 points a game. You know, look, the Mavericks only give up 103 a game. I mean, and nobody would really – I mean, would you believe that there are 10 games over 500? I know. It's incredible. I mean, and, and Dragic, I mean, really by the done way. done a good job. I think Dragic is going to join that team. There's a bunch of teams after he got bought out with San Antonio. I think Dragic, you know, both he's from Slovenia. Luka's from Slovenia. They have a relationship. I think Dragic could really help that team as well. You know, Maury just said on, on, on Twitter, I read it on Twitter, that he's expected to announce a buyout and why it hasn't happened yet. Uh, but he's got something that the Sixers are buying somebody out. I was thinking it might have been Dragic because they wanted a backup point. But you may be right. It might be Dallas. I'll check on that, though. Yeah. And so Pelicans and the Pels, who you mentioned, a bit of a transition. McCollum's actually played well for him since he's joined the team. They're just 2-5 and five ATS their last seven at home. And here comes a Dallas team that, again, buoyed by that win. That's a great win for them against a really good Miami Heat team on Tuesday. Rested coming yeah. into this matchup. The numbers going the other way, though. Open three, down to two and a half. I mentioned two dead nut under teams. It's going to be the lowest total on the board today. Open 216, bet all the way down to 213 here, Michael. Yeah, I mean, look, it's the Mavericks. I mean, they're going to be, they're going to be 
really talking about, hey, we got to get this into the playoff. You know, let's go into the bye week on a high note. But like I said, they're, you know, they're 10 games over 500. They've been really good. They're getting better defensively. I think kids got the team buying into everything they're doing. And, you know, when you're 7-3 and three over the last 10 games, and they're a good road team. I mean, they're one game over 500 on the road. And so, you know, I think there's no doubt. The other thing that I think the Mavericks do a really good job of is they play well within the division. I mean, on the road so far this year, within their division, they're 6-0. and oh. Pretty impressive. Yeah, very impressive. 5-1 and one straight up, 5-1 and one ATS for the Mavs, their last six. So they look to go into the all-star break on a high. It is interesting because they're fifth in the West, just 23 games left, 82 game season, 23 games remain as we head into the all-star break. They keep on pushing this thing back uh, and they'll come out. And again, extended, we don't get basketball back until next Thursday. So Thursday yeah. to Thursday, the break for the players here, Michael. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, look, look, they want this thing to be a complete summer sport. That's why I'm, I'm shocked there's only 23 games left. When you said that, it didn't dawn on me because my sense of this is they want the finals to end right around the 4th of July, right before the 4th of July. And if we don't have baseball, we need this to go an extended period of time. What are we going to do? <laughs> what if we... Is curling going to continue? Will curling continue all the way through? Are you, we'll get you, Berman on that. Have you gotten into I was watching it last night. I was, I was, I was watching, watching curling last night. Was curling on? I was watching. Watching, they were doing. I can't. The skiing. I somebody, uh, somebody texted me to bet song. I, it was, maybe it was freestyle. It was the skiing, the slopes. I don't, dude. It's it. The, the setup there in Beijing is wild. Like you'll have snow, and then it's next to a factory, and I'm watching it right here. It's just it's, aesthetically, it's a crazy look. Are people betting this? I I, I, oh, yeah. I I should know this. I work for a betting. I mean, I haven't seen any of the odds. As dra- are we? Are there are there props out there to bet, Patrick? Oh, there's plenty of betting. As a matter of fact, that's what I, I bet an American last night, and I can't even remember the. <laughs> somebody texted me, bet this American in this event, and I did, <laughs> and, he, and he won. But I I I'm. I'm not the only one, and I think you would agree, having a hard time getting into this. I think there's a multitude of reasons why people are avoiding the Olympics this year, but it just it's, it just hasn't caught on. There really hasn't been much no. buzz about it. The, the ratings are no, all-time I mean, low. The, right, but the only time they had good ratings was when they fed it into the soup from the Super Bowl, which gave them that, you know, and certainly. But those Super Bowl numbers are just staggering. I mean, they're just staggering. And they're only going to, you know, we talked about this all week before the Super Bowl. We said, look, the NFL is not about, it's no longer what teams are playing. It's, it's, it's about playing. And I think this Super Bowl proved it. What they do? And I think, the you number know, was crazy, right? Wasn't it? It was insane. I think it was, it, it was the best Super Bowl since the highest rated Super Bowl since the, the, the Falcons and the Patriots Super Bowl. I mean, wow. it's just, it is, I mean, it's just, it's, and it's only going to get better. I mean, you could say, well, if the Cowboys were in it, if the Steelers or the Ra- you know, like, no, it doesn't matter. I mean, the game was good. You know, the game was entertaining. Halftime was great. You know, all those things worked out well, and, and the ratings just continue to soar. I mean, they're just, it'll be interesting to see what the NBA's ratings are now. So 2022 Super Bowl, over 112 mil watch. That's up 16.5% from last year. And so we said it's not a marquee matchup as far as the teams, right? Well, last year you had Brady at Tampa, obviously yeah. had Mahomes. So marquee teams. And this is up 16.5% from last year. It's interesting how they do it now as well. So across NBC and Telemundo, 101. But then they picked up over 11 million as far as streaming. Those streaming numbers have to be incorrect because everybody's streaming at this point, right? Everybody's streaming, no doubt. Everybody's streaming. I mean, look, it is, you know, if you're watching it on TV, you're still streaming. 
I mean, like people are looking at their phones the whole time. Hundred over 112 million. You think the sport's popular? 112 yeah. million people. How many people are in the states? 350, 360 million. So we're we're 100, 112. We're just chilling. Watch. That's incredible. Those numbers. It is a juggernaut. That being the NFL. Speaking of which, we'll put a bow on this season. How the books do. Vinny from behind the book here at the South Point is going to join us next break here on the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, VSEN, we've been talking college hoops has a great deal and a new offer can only be described as madness. You're going to get VSEN's all access. Everything we do now through the college basketball championship on April 4th for only $29. All right, so that's cheap. You can sign up now and get our daily best bet emails, 24/7 video access, the upcoming college hoops betting guide which is incredible. Daily best bet emails. It's all there. Go to vcin.com slash madness. This deal, it only happens once a year. 29 bucks for everything through April 4th. Okay. Lombardi line. He's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Marr. If I'm a little distracted, I will tell you, Michael, last week you guys mm. unveiled to me the South Point has a bowling alley. I did not know that. Yeah. The, the South Point continues to shock me because yeah. today behind me, there are girls walking by. There's a beauty pageant at the South Point. And your boy's into it. I just, I can't, like, there's literally sashes left and right as we bring in Vinny Maliulo, who is, uh, of course, part of the book here at the South Point. Uh, you said it kind of just matter-of-factly. Oh, yeah, there's a beauty pageant here. Yeah. <laughs> Why is there a beauty pageant at Why the not? South Point? Why not? Uh, no, I'm into it. I'm just asking. You want a sash? I'll get you a sash. I'd, I'd love a sash. Mr. V-Sin. What, what, is, what is going on? Why, why are girls... Uh, and they're they're waving, so yeah, we should wave waving. back just to be polite. Why are why are we having a beauty pageant here? Why wouldn't we? I mean, well, think about it. What's what's, what's wrong get, with a beauty give pageant? Give me a straight answer. What is a straight answer? A beauty, it's an event. We have events here. You know, we have an event center. We have we have, we have beauty pageants. <laughs> so, so we got the what rodeo. Do you, what do you want to have? What, what do you want to have? We got the rodeo, Vinny. and we've got a beauty pageant. Yeah, we do. That's right. Vinny, By the way, we're not booking the beauty pageant. Everybody's a winner. That's all. Everybody. <laughs> Vinny, every time every time we go to the combine, they always have those. Uh, do you have the the little girls who do the what's that thing that that they in bands? What do they call them? The majorettes. Do you have a, those little majorette co- things? Because uh, every year at the combine, they, <laughs> there are no majorettes here, Michael. I can tell you that right now. They're uh, a little older okay. than uh, the than the majorettes. Yes, yes, it, it appears. Wow. Well, there's maybe, a few majors, well, but no ets. Maybe I'll take a tour of the South Point today. There I don't you know, go. Just for fun. All right. So get, Vinny, go up to the bowling alley. I will. I'll check out the bowling alley and see how the <laughs> wings are. So uh, we kept on trying to tease uh, before the Super Bowl Fifty Six, of course, it, it, when questioning you, would this be a record handle? Uh, for the state, for the South Point, we now have the answer. Yeah. Vinny, how'd you do? Not necessarily, uh, we'll get into how you played out, but as far as handle, was it a record handle? Yeah, you know, it was a record handle. And I, I'm not, you know, I, we, we get asked this a lot, uh, and we did we did talk about it. And the, the record, <clears throat> 2018, the Eagles and Patriots, $158 million statewide in Nevada, and shattered it. By 21 million, this uh, this one. So this was 170, almost 181 million, almost 180 million dollars. 179.8. Uh, the state. I'm not shocked that we we you know set a new record, but I am 
a little surprised that it was by that much. That's a pretty substantial jump, and it's it speaks to the uh, the continued growth and popularity of our industry because a lot of folks, well, with new new jurisdictions, you know, thirty jurisdictions around the country having sports wagering, would it have a negative impact? Uh, and I think what what we've maintained all along is that uh, there's just a lot more of a comfort level, more familiarity with people, uh, more betters have been, uh, you know, more fans uh, of, of betting have been created. And uh, I, I've got to be honest, uh, it's it's nice to see uh, part of the entertainment experience. And uh, was uh, uh, people people were great. A lot of lot of new betters. You know, we always, you know, we also talked about encouraging people bet early, especially if you're a novice. You know, we had the how-to page on the back of our uh, packet, and we always advise people here at VEASAN uh, to, you know, to, if you're not sure, bet early, come get familiar with it, look at the house rules, kind of walk through the process and things like that. Uh, and they did, and people were, uh, they were great. They, you know, uh, they they enjoyed it. People had a, had a great time. Uh was it, the game, you know, full disclosure, the game worked out good for the house. I mean, the state held uh, about eight and a half percent to the game. So, um, but uh, certainly a lot of folks cashed on tickets. And the breakdown uh, is, uh, was, was also dependent on where, where you were. But between 55 and 60 percent of the handle this year, at least here at South Point, uh, Chris Andrews uh, broke it down. 55 to 60 percent was on the props. Wow! So, so uh, it, you did outprop wow. the game. Yeah, it was. Uh, you, you you, no, it, it's usually fifty-fifty. I mean, I, I talked to some of my friends and colleagues in the industry, and uh, in some locations, uh, the props accounted for about seventy percent. But uh, all good, and uh, still had plenty of uh, plenty of folks cashing tickets uh, right through the next day. Now, is hey, it, Vinny, yeah, please. Yeah. you know the amazing the amazing thing to me was with New York getting gambling mm-hmm. and, and online gambling. And Jersey obviously being strong, Jersey's numbers increased from last year, even with New York's presence. Yeah, well, did that surprise you? No, not really, Michael. Because again, I, I once I realized that Nevada had that kind of response, and again, there's wagering right next door in uh, uh, in Arizona now, uh, as close as Arizona and uh, uh, New Mexico. Uh, I, I've got to tell you, uh, the the comfort level and the, by people, there, there's it's not intimidating anymore. Especially back there, Michael, where you've got such a population base, and the mobile apps that made it so easy for folks uh, to do it. So, um, you know what? When, when you've got that that kind of population base, and 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 all those folks, they were so familiar with betting for the last couple of Super Bowls, right? So, uh, just a comfort level, I think, really added to uh, to the interest uh, and uh, and uh, increased that handle. Yeah, that's that's what I can. We just attribute this, and that's a huge number, up twenty plus mil yeah. in the state. Yeah. Can we attribute this simply to the South Point and others' technology catching up, and so much of this betting being done through the apps? I think yes. Uh, just about everybody has, you know. Well, first of all, everybody. I don't know. Do you know anybody that doesn't have a phone, a mobile phone? No. <laughs> and you know the uh, Bill uh, Murray. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Murray. Bill Murray's the only guy I know. <laughs> Maybe a flip. And well, Jimmy's still got a flip, so that's a that's a classic. Shocker. Uh, but the thing is that uh, you know everybody's got an app, and then if they don't, they'll have they'll be with someone, whether it's a family member or a friend, and say, Hey, why don't you just get this app? I mean, we did a lot of app. We had somebody just dedicated to, to signing people up uh, last week and right right through the weekend. So 
Um, not really a shock. Again, I, I, and the app too breaks down any any uh, anxiety, right? Or uh, you know, if if you're you know a little intimidated by getting to the counter, you're you know you're just you're you're your own ticket writer as well. So. Um, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not surprised. It was a much more comfort level. And again, frankly, you know, listen, uh, let's give uh, credit to, to, to Vsin for educating folks and making it uh, a lot more understandable for, for people. To Absolutely. Buy. And well, you just mentioned no, you mentioned the state handle. What about just specifically South Point? I mean, did you break records as far as your handle here? Yeah, things uh, things were up here as well at South Point. And uh, again, you know, the other part was, you know, full disclosure, it that the hotel occupancy was not as high as it's been in past years. Now, maybe I think, you know, regionally, uh, a lot of folks, uh, we're at the game, a lot of folks from uh, the Southern California area were uh, in Los Angeles for the, for the game and or the experience, but they managed to get their way to Las Vegas uh, and, and, and into Nevada with their mobile apps or took a trip uh, before the weekend and said, I'm going to go, you know, uh, make my, uh, my prop bets and uh, bet the game in, in advance. So, yes. Um, now, next year, the game in Arizona, in Phoenix, uh, and, uh, of course, there's uh, betting there. But I think what we'll get next year is a lot of folks uh, driving from Los Angeles to the Phoenix area, right? Uh, and, and throughout southern Nevada, you know, Laughlin should be real busy. So I think next year, there's no reason to believe that uh, we can't uh, have uh, uh, great numbers again. And then, of course, two years Benny, will be how here. Much, how much in-game betting did you get during it? Uh, the in game was was up too, Michael. That's a, that's a good question. Um, in game uh, definitely uh, uh, improved, and I, I think a lot. You know, it's funny too because you could have people come up and ask. Uh, you know, well, what happens at halftime? I heard I can bet halftime. These were a lot of novice betters. Yeah, not only can you bet halftime, but at any and, and here we do our in game pretty much at stoppages, right? And which you know, Super Bowl, so there's plenty of extra stoppages. Um, and uh, yeah, the in-game uh, response was was strong as well. So everything across the board uh, was uh, saw an uptick from uh, from a year ago. I guess the state of California d has decided they couldn't use hundreds of millions of dollars in betting money to help schools and taxes and all that. Right? Well, I think uh, California. That's it, it, it's interesting. California being the uh, you know the uh, the clientele base that it is for for all everything all things uh, Nevada you know particularly up north and here in uh, in Las Vegas I think I believe it has to go to uh, through there's got to be a referendum right mm -hmm. and then it has to go and, and get voted on you know through the legislative process and things it's probably a couple of years away but I think and there's no there's no question that uh, California entities are looking at adding sports. Well, the wagering. casinos there are tribal, so there's a lot of layers to how betting money gets disseminated in California. I'm sure that uh, those uh, those entities are looking at uh, sports wagering. Record handles. You've been here a long time. That jump, see, to me, it's not a surprise that it was the number, but yeah. as you mentioned, it's yeah. just that the precipitous increase. jump. Oh, Strong. my goodness. Yeah. Up to 180. Mm. Wow, that's incredible. Vinny, just getting started here on the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. Come on back with legendary bookmaker Vinny Maliulo. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, all the action you need is at BetMGM. Sign up now using that bonus code VSEN100, VSIN100 and your 
first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. When you register with BetMGM, you'll also get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, boosted daily odds specials. Of course, they got everything. And you can redeem points. Everybody loves points. So when you bet through the BetMGM app or just BetMGM.com, reward points and you get them and you can redeem them for rooms, nights, and dining at MGM Resorts nationwide. So simply sign up right now and use the code VSIN1000 for your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. BetMGM.com, 1-800-GAMBLER if you do have an issue. Michael Lombardi, I'm Patrick Maher. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Vinny Maliulo joins us from behind the book here at the South Point. So remember the missed extra point was huge. Specifically, if, yeah. you, if you laid three and a half when it opened with the Rams, that was a killer. Uh, obviously, some people pushed on that four as well. However, it played into a big uh, prop here <laughs> at the South. This is fascinating. P- please explain to Michael what happened here. So we had a proposition bet. Will there be a missed extra point attempt in the game, which includes a blocked or bad snap, but it excludes a two-point attempt? Oh, no. Yes. Yes. So oh, the no. yes, so the no was, was minus 240. The yes was plus $2 on the opener. It got as high as 340 on the, uh, the no. So we're watching the game now. There are certain bets that you can pay right away. Right, and you want to. The coin toss is a great example, and you give it to folks, uh, you know, and then they're they're either betting in game or, uh, 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 you know, at halftime. And so, we also have to wait, and we remind people it may take a couple of hours after the game for certain prop bets because of you know, we we utilize and we we declare that we're util- using the official NFL box score of the Super Bowl to determine these. So after the game, there was an initial uh, uh, printout that came across, and it, that it, you know, and of course, the broadcast during the whole broadcast was was defined as a missed extra point. So initially, we we paid that there would be yes. Well, after we realized uh, that, and later in that evening, we said, you know what, it it it, it turns out that it was a missed two point conversion. Okay. So Chris made the call. We looked at each other and he just said, you know what, just pay both sides. In fact, even yet the day bef- the day after, gaming ruled, you know, when they saw that, uh, you know, there, there, there might be some uh, an issue with it. They just said, well, you know, you have to pay. The, the winner was, the, uh, was the, uh, uh, the no. So Michael Gaughan even made it. He just said, you know, pay. So gaming asked, what are you guys doing with it? We said, we're paying both sides. Just, you know, if, if somebody had it, pay it. And you know what? There's times you try to define every single scenario in yeah. every you yeah. know every for every bet. And in that case, uh, you know, now did every place treat it the same way? No, because I, was I think ask the you, was that stipulations stipulations in different places also uh, you know could vary, and they did. And then some places had uh, missed two point conversion or unsuccessful two point conversion. And again, did they? Did they line up? They lined up to kick the extra point, and it wound up being, uh, uh, you know, a, a two-point conversion. I even talked to a friend of mine back east, Michael. I think in, uh, in fact, in New Jersey, uh, there were uh, there was uh, uh, some places that had uh, how many players would throw a forward pass, and of course, it was two and a half, and and the, and the over cashed because of Mixon, you know, throwing uh, and w- which turned out to be a touchdown. Um, 
but there was actually in in some place some people's minds that there were four players that threw a forward pass because on the missed or the the botched uh, extra point slash two point conversion there was a pass involved, but in the in the box score that is not considered a forward pass. So all kinds of things, uh, a lot of moving parts. Once again, check not only the house rules, but when it comes to proposition bets, the stipulations are as critical as the house rules. And in our case, for this one, we thought it was the fairest thing to do here at South Point was to pay both sides. Was it considerable? It was enough. Uh, it was enough on it to. Uh, it was four, four You're figures. acting quite benevolent over there. My assumption would be it wasn't overly do, do you, considerable. Do you have a ticket on it? I mean, I didn't. I did not. Okay. I'm just curious. Did you have to pay out a lot, or well, it was it was four <laughs> figures to pay out? Did you also hand out some hot dog coupons on oh, the way was, out too? That was, that's a given, <laughs> Jimmy. It was a bonus. Yeah, that's Here. well. No, actually, and the reason I was going to ask you was going to follow up. Did you, did you get an idea of what other books were doing with that? I mean, it's it very I, I gracious think, of you guys. To well, do yeah, it. I think you know again. And everybody's different, but again, other books who had other props that uh, they, you know, they dealt with it different. We did not have a, uh, uh, we we had will or will not be a two point conversion. We did not have uh, a prop as to whether or not there would be a successful or unsuccessful. Right. So I think it depends on. Look, I think everybody evaluated it and uh, and did what they uh, what they had to do. In our case here at South Point, paying both sides was uh, was what we thought was fair. You know, Vinny, the question I would have is that I'm thinking through my mind, how many times does a bad snap not result in a trying two-point play? Like, they're almost linked together, right? If, mm-hmm. if the quarterback bobbles the snap or the backup quarterback, whomever is the holder, he gets up and tries to make a play. To me, the only way it would ever come through as a bad snap miss kick is if the guy – actually gets the ball down but the kid the kicker kicks it and he really can't kick it. Right. Yeah, I think so. Usually or, there's usually there's an abort abort like I've messed this up, I got to get out of here and now it becomes a two-point play. So mm-hmm. it's a little bit to me as a you know there there's that fine fine line you've got to draw. I don't really re, you know I I can't think of a bad snap that doesn't turn into a two-point play. Yeah, but again, I think the, right. the easiest way and the best way is to stipulate in that case, uh, you know, NFL official box score, game box score will determine what it is. And in the box score, uh, it was a, you know, uh, unsuccessful two-point conversion. Now, during a regular season right. game or another playoff game, would they, you know, depending on whether or not they tried to, you know, in your case, Michael, in your example, um, you know, where the kicker or where the holder reestablished it and then the kicker did attempt it and, it, you know, he didn't make it, then I think it goes down as a uh, missed uh, missed extra point. But, again, uh, the box score, that's why if you fall back on the box score, it, it there's less for interpretation. Now, is it frustrating sometimes? Yeah, it's frustrating for, for better sometimes for sure. And then, of course, you have betters that have different bets uh, in different locations, too, that adds uh, to some yeah. of that frustration. So. We felt, uh, again, in our case, uh, just uh, uh, to be fair, you know what? Let's just let's just pay both sides. Was the house a Bengal house or was it a Rams house? Um, it was both. I would say uh, pretty. Uh, there was there was there was backing for both. Um, so, again, two two way two way act. We wound up needing one two or th- Rams by one two or three. One surprise too, I think, in terms of the betting was we saw Rams money line money coming in sooner. 
rather than later. Remember, you know, typically the trend is to uh, folks bet the underdog on the money line up until about maybe Saturday, you know, when betters waiting to bet on the favorite. And in this case, you know, the Rams, uh, you know, I, I heard there was a dollar sixty out there. We never got uh, uh, below, I think, a dollar eighty. Right. But it started to go up higher. In fact, we were, we were together last Thursday. Yes. Patrick, we were talking about, you know, if you're going to bet the Rams on the money line, wait a little bit longer and closer to kickoff. Well, the Ram money line action started to come in much sooner uh, than anticipated. You but, closed two? Uh, two dollars? Yeah, I think we did close two dollars uh, on the money line. So, uh, uh, but it, again, the game uh, got as high as five as well. Briefly, we closed the game uh, four and a half. But uh, the uh, yeah. the way the game fell, uh, Rams less, uh, you know, by one, two, or three wound up being uh, the best scenario. Yep, it, it was one of those games that I think. And talking to a lot of people afterwards, it was one of those games where a lot of handicappers had the Rams as better than a three-and-a-half-point favorite while the line, I think, went up. And the way the game played out, it ended up being the book had the correct line if you took the Bengals. But to me, the more you watch the tape of the game and study it like I did this week, it's one of those where if they call that false start on third and eight, at at the third and goal at the eight, the Rams would be kicking themselves for losing this game for how poorly they adjusted, how poorly they reacted. Mm-hmm. I mean, they kind of got bailed out. It should have been a 10-point win by the Rams when you watch the tape if they would have just made a few adjustments. Yeah, I mean, it was the kind of game, too, where either team could have won and it wound up being, a, you know, obviously a Hollywood ending there for the Rams. Yeah. So, so you, yeah. you lose the turnover takeaway battle by two yeah. and, and you still win the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me... That, that's a significant, significant something happened. Now, I understand the Rams, the, the Bengals went for it on fourth down, which was a huge problem, and it gave them the Rams their first touchdown. And Michael asked about betting the Olympics. You know, some books offer a very short menu, like hockey. Hockey, You, yeah. you don't offer a menu here. We haven't had it. Uh, there hasn't been enough uh, interest in it. By the way, Michael, congratulations to your son on uh, his Thank you, Vinny. Oh, to, we're so proud. To the yeah. Raiders. Outstanding. That is uh, Nick he, Lombardi, offensive of coordinator, Los Angeles. Excuse yeah. me, I almost said hey, it. Hey, hey, Los Vegas Raiders. <laughs> Thank you, Vinny. We're coming back. Good here to be with you guys. Guys.